Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. What do I mean by the hype? The hype is that stuff where they're on there trying to sell you something. Um, we're all buyers. I mean, we wouldn't listen to material. We wouldn't watch TV or online videos or YouTubes if we weren't wanting to buy something. But many people are trying to sell you something. And the problem is they're trying to sell you a bill of goods. And it's really come to my attention in the last couple of days here that how profuse and aggressive this ignorant sales pitch is in life. So I'm going to bring it down to something and try to correlate some of the experiences that I've had the last couple of days and bring it into a story and put it all together for you uh, that also aligns with some emails and questions you have about what we do here at Lifestyles Unlimited and what I do in life as a real estate investor. Um, and I hope that I, I can consolidate it correctly and get it together in a manner that you'll be able to make the associations. Uh, otherwise, they'll just be good stories for you to listen to. You might even have a chuckle at me and my pain in some of these situations. But let's start out with this basic concept. The basic concept is, is that people out there don't really know what they're doing. Or if they do know what they're doing, they don't really care to do it correctly. They just want to get through their life. I meet people all the time that I, I just question what the heck is their life about? And a lot of these are younger people that really, I, I, I talk to them and, and I, I just listen. I'm, I've given up on trying to talk to them, to them about stuff because they don't even want to hear it. It's all about listening to the fact that they have no aspirations, no idea what life's going to bring, no idea where they're going. And so why does that bother me? Well, the challenge with that is these people are the people you interact with in life. And as you interact with these people, they don't care. And they're going to sell you a bill of goods. Now, some people are aggressive criminals. I mean, criminal is probably a bad word for it, but they're, uh, they're con artists. And so they're even worse. So you're either dealing with in situations where you get in trouble with people that are, just don't care to tell you the truth or people who on purpose don't tell you the truth. And sometimes you can't even tell which it is, right? But whichever it is, it ends up being your problem in life. So the thing I want to talk about today is that some of these things are not, well, I got ripped off this in this particular deal in this five minutes or whatever. Some of these things are really lifelong problems 
they become lifelong problems for you. And that type of ignorance uh, is the type that it, it structures your whole life. So the fact that you don't realize that you could retire in two and a half years, three years like I did, or between two and five years like most of our members do, uh, definitely by seven years like anybody I've ever seen who tried to do it could do. Um, the fact that you don't understand that and you don't believe that uh, is because somebody else has told you it doesn't happen and that it can't happen. And they've told you how it really works and how it has to work and how it will work. And because you believe their perspective, their view, their point of view of the world, you have internalized that point of view and just given up. Now, I don't have a lot of those kinds of things in my life to talk to you about because I just I don't like to get sucked into that kind of thinking. But I'm here today to tell you I got sucked into that kind of thinking. And I'm going to give you two examples that both happened to me in the last week that just drive me crazy because I got sucked into that kind of view. Now, think about this. The pain I'm going to show you is very minimal. It's painful to me because I just hate getting sucked into people's lives and into their, you know, false beliefs and so forth. I, I kind of pride myself on not doing that. But for you, making those same mistakes has changed your whole life. It will never, your life will never be to the level or the quality of existence that you could have because you believe some of these beliefs. Now, I'll get into the beliefs a little later today after the story. Right. Or, and tell stories and so forth. But first, I'm going to tell this story about two things that happened to me in the last week. First one started yesterday. This is the smaller of the two. And it's the one that really started me thinking about this. But I had lost my um, charger for my iPhone. And I went on a trip, stuck in my back pocket, got in the airplane, fell out of my back pocket. And didn't even know it was gone. Got off the plane, had no charger. No problem. I had another one. I carry two when I go places so that I'm okay. And I got there and, um, you know, forgot about it until I got home. When I got home, I go, okay, my wife wanted her other charger back, and so I had to go buy one. And so I go, where do I get one? She goes, well, go down to Best Buy. Well, Best Buy is the worst place to buy anything I've ever seen in my entire life. So I went and bought this stupid thing. And first of all, I walked in the door, and this guy came up to me. And this is a typical middle-aged, well, not middle-aged, young, mid-30s, I'll call it mid-30s type guy, that is everything that you could probably get in trouble on the radio for talking about. If I described this guy, I'd probably get 14 lawsuits because he just fit every one of those things that you can't talk about, right? And since I'm not telling you what they are, you can't come after me for knowing that you know exactly what I'm talking about. And person was nice enough. He said, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I need a charger. I showed him my phone and I said, look, this is what it is. I need the charger for this phone. And he goes, okay. And he took me not where the phones were at. He took me somewhere in the back of the store. I couldn't understand that. And he pulls out this charger. And I said, so this is the charger for this phone? He says, yes. I said, well, are there speed chargers and regular chargers? He goes, yeah, this is the speed charger, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he didn't have me go to the front to buy it. He rung me up in the back of the store. And um, so I get I get checked out, and I leave and go home. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't even charge it until that night. Pulled it out of the box and looked at it. And he had given me the wrong charger. 
he he gave me the charger to my Mac. That didn't fit my phone. And it didn't fit into my little cube that plugs into the wall. It was something that went to a Mac charger and back to the Mac and into the wall. And I thought to myself, is this guy a complete idiot? He works at an electronics store. You know, I looked at it, I go, this is obviously not the right thing. Now I'm going to take it back and get my money back. But it's, it's a waste of my time. It's a hassle that I have to go through. But it, it started me thinking, did this guy do this on purpose? Or is this guy an idiot? And does the store hire idiots? Or does the store even care who they hire? Or can they even care anymore? And so I was, you know, befuddled by this situation. And I, I when you equate that to think about yourself, is you go out there and say, you know what, I've listened to this Del Wamsa guy on the radio now for a year or two or three or four or five or six. I've heard it all, seven, eight years. I'm going to go buy a rent house. And you go out there and you run into a real estate agent and tells you, well, you don't need to go join up and find out how to do it right. I, I know how to do this stuff. And they sell you something that they tell you is a great deal. This is a great property in a great neighborhood. Great appreciation. You've overpaid. It's the wrong neighborhood. You can't get the rents. There's no positive cash flow. And you paid full price. Everything that you're supposed to do, you did wrong because this agent really has no idea how to be an investor. They know how to sell you what they want to sell you. And you believe what they say because it makes sense because they're talking to you like you're a home buyer. And that's all you know how to do. And so you buy this house, and now you're ruined. Now, I'm going to move on to a more complicated story, and that is the story of my pool. It's somewhere between fifty and 60,000 gallons. I don't know exactly, but it's pretty large. And I inherited the pool company that was running it when I, I took over. Also, I thought, you know what, I just, I'm, I'm wealthy enough now. I don't need to take care of my own pool, and this is big, and it's complicated, and you know, I had this pool company for 10, 12 years, and my pool never looked perfect because the concept of a guy coming out once a week and cleaning your pool just doesn't clean the pool the same way you cleaning it every single day. Now, I'm going to caveat that for a second because you're going to think, are you out there cleaning the pool every day. No, I'm not. I'm going to get to that in a second. So this pool company... Over the 10 years, what did they do? As things broke, they would just take them off. So my automatic chlorinator uh, was taken off, and the pipe was closed off, so you now had to put chlorine into the pool itself. Um, the, the heaters eventually wore out after 10 years. They rusted out. They put them back on, but they didn't put them back on the same way. Um, the in-ground uh, pool cleaner. It rusted out and stopped working, and they didn't fix that. And so basically it was just pumps, pumping and cleaning, and they didn't clean the filters correctly and often enough. It was a pain. And so the thing never really was super clean, but they send this guy out once a week, and he'd stand out there, you know, smoking a cigarette. And eventually I made him stop doing that and sitting out, walking around with this big pole and, you know, sweeping and cleaning and you know, netting all the stuff out of the pool, and they charged me a lot of money. And they would keep the chemicals straight and whatever and whatever. So I thought it was all, I thought, man, I guess that's just the way it is. When you got a pool that big, 
And, and they would tell me, you know, Dell, you don't understand how big this pool is. When it rains, it changes the pH in it drastically, and it's evaporating such a fast rate because it's so big and it's so hot out here. And, you know, your skimmer system isn't working quite right anymore because the weight of the giant mountain that, of rocks that's on it has shifted the pool a little bit so it doesn't really skim correctly, right? So I got rid of them about three months ago, and I hired some guy. Just, I said, you know, I'm going to go the other way. I hired some guy, and the guy's name was Mike, I think, and I call him Pool Man Mike. And I had him come out, and this young kid came, and he had all of his little equipment and everything. He was so excited to get this big pool job. And he never could get on top of it. It just, he never, he had brought it back from when it was all, you know, looked like a mud puddle. He got it close to being fine, and um, it, it was better. But one day I called the guy and said, hey, look, I've got people coming over. This looks bad. You missed it this week. Um, or what you did didn't get it clean. It's not clean. i got people coming for a party. Can you come clean it? He goes, no, I not only can't clean it, I quit. He just gave up. He couldn't, he couldn't beat it, right? So at that point, I said, you know what? I'm going to fix it the Del Wamsley way. I'm going to go figure this thing out. So even if before I hire somebody else, I'm going to know exactly what they need to do before I hire them to do it, right? And uh, the other thing I decided was, and this is interesting, I want to make sure that we get this in clearly before we come to break. In fact, I think it's too much of a story to put in before break. Let's just say this. I started to investigate how a pool should actually be cleaned and managed. And when we come back, I'm going to blow your mind because in life, sometimes one little bit of information changes everything in your life forever. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Teaching you with a roadmap to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Del Wamsley's Real Estate Investing Worst Case Scenario. Let's say the Democrats took away all tax deductions away from real estate like Ronald Reagan did in 1986. In 1986, we had stock market crash, a real estate value crash. The world came to an end for three months. Why? Because he took the value away from owning real estate for people who used it as a tax break. People like myself who got started in 87 go, you know, you can really buy this stuff cheap right now. In fact, I can buy it so cheap, I can rent it and make a 20% return. Cap rates were 20%. I buy a building and I made 20% of my money without leverage. If I put leverage on it, I made 30 or 40% return. Ungodly returns. Right now, you can earn less than 1% on a savings account. So do you think I hope that happens again? Yes, I do. In 2008, when the world crashed and cratered, I bought real estate 50 cents on the dollar. I said, well, what happened to the stuff you already owned? I kept it. It stayed full. We rented it. We made money. Don't let the fear of losing money hold you back from making money. Join us for the next live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about how people in your life can destroy your life by giving you misinformation, misdirection, by giving you the wrong belief on how things really work. And uh, we're talking now about 
the pool company that was operating my property. And the, and the concept here is that these guys are a pool company. They should know what the heck works and doesn't work, right? But they didn't. Or if they did, they didn't really even care is the real problem. And so I took the pool situation back over myself, and I did what I do when I want to be successful at something. I just go research it. I'm trying to parallel this to you. You go out there and you find somebody who doesn't know what they're doing in real estate and you try to get some information from them. You can go online and get all the information you want. And the information could be wrong. And it could be driven towards a different direction than what you really want to do or what you want for results. And so to be able to come to someplace like Lifestyles where the mentors could actually listen to your story and find out what you're interested in doing and say, look, of all the stuff you've heard about real estate, that, none of that, this is what you need right here. Do this, right? Well, I went first to a place called Leslie Pool, which is a big chain of pool companies. I said, look, tell me what's wrong with this water here. I can't get this thing clear or it's not clear. The pool company can't get it clear. Tell me what's wrong. And they started loading me up with chemicals, and they said, you need this, 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 this. They put it into a, some type of a an analysis machine and said, you need these five things. And so I bought all the five things, and I took them home, and I said, I have no idea. I'm just going to dump this stuff in my pool. And so I went to the Internet, and I, I found two or three different people explaining how these things worked. And I found one where the guy was really a good teacher, and he explained it in levels. And it was very interesting that chlorine doesn't work if your pH isn't right. So your pH has to be right, but pH won't stay correct if your alkalinity is wrong. And chlorine won't stay in your pool if your cyanuric acid isn't high enough. Now, I've done pools for 20 years working in health clubs, for 12 years working in health clubs. I never touched cyanuric acid. I never touched alkalinity. We poured Chlorine in there, we poured muriatic acid in there to, to handle the pH. That was it. This is a situation where my pool, it was backwards. It didn't need muriatic acid. It needed pH lifter. Once I put that cyanuric acid in there, and once I put that out, got that alkalinity right, I was able to bring the pH to perfect and the chlorine to perfect I did that a week ago, and it's been perfect for a week. It hasn't changed, even with just the miniature automatic chlorinator I have, which is just throw some tablets in this little tube. It stays perfect. Now, the second thing I did was I, I went to Leslie. I said, I'm not going to stand out there with a pole. And I was asking about poling and straining and brushing, and they said, oh, you got to do all that stuff. I said, I'm just not going to do that. I said, in my other pool, I never did any of that stuff. My pool stayed spotless. I said, what about a pool cleaner? And I bought their most expensive pool cleaner, about $1,500. Took it to my pool, put it in the pool, and it was it had no cord and had no, it wasn't uh, one where you had to suck it into the skimmer like my other one did where there was a hose. I said, I don't want a hose. I want the one that has contained basket. I got on the Internet, and I found the best one out there that three or four different professional pool people said this is the best one there is. And I'm telling you what. Between the chemicals being perfect and that machine, this pool is unbelievable. I had a pool party just to celebrate. It's unbelievable. The quality of my life is unbelievably increased by getting rid of my pool company. And this stupid little machine does it all. And understanding how to keep the chemicals balanced. What does that mean to you? Do you understand how much money Lifestyles members make 
Do you have any idea? Now, they don't make it the day they walk in the door. But do you understand what you're missing in your life? Do you know what passive income is? You don't even know what it is. You don't realize you can have income coming in without you doing anything. You've been told taxes, tenants, toilets, troubles, problems, issues. You believe all that. And or you did it and did all that stuff wrong. And that's why you now don't believe you could have a spotlessly clean pool or an incredibly passive life. But you don't believe it. Because why? Because you had the wrong help somewhere along the way. I had no idea. So I'm going to share with you an idea, a belief that I have. My belief is most of us, the problems we have in life is we don't know what we don't know. In other words, we're not even looking for the solution to the problem because we don't even know what the problem is. But it's all because somewhere along the line, somebody sold you a bill of goods about how life really works. And it doesn't have to work that way, folks. It really doesn't. Now, I'm very financially secure right now. I'm very wealthy. And people could hate me for that. But there's no reason to because I did it on my own. I didn't inherit any of this money. I did it by taking the very simple steps that I teach other people to take. And if you take those very simple steps, then you'd be right where I'm at. I guarantee you. There's nothing special about who I am that made what I have uh, unattainable. In fact, many of the people I teach do way more than I do because they're actually more aggressive and sometimes more intelligent, although I don't think the more intelligent is the important part. I think the more aggressive and more intelligent combined actually can make it work. But, you know, hey, if you're the 80 percentile person like I am and not the 99.9 percentile person you some of these guys are, um, I understand that. But wouldn't 80 percentile being millionaire, multimillionaire worth it to you? even if you're not the 100 percentile person. So I'm going to read you an e- email right now about a gentleman that wrote to me, and, and I want to show you the example of the points that I see inside the email. It's always interesting to see inside of the email. It says, Greetings, Dell. I've been listening to you and your show here in San Diego for many months now. Um, what, what you communicate makes a lot of sense. Okay, great. I get that. Next, and by the way, just because you're in a liberal state doesn't mean you have a completely polluted liberal mind, but you've been polluted enough to believe that everybody there has to vote that way or you don't, you know, you you stick out, you, you don't fit in, right? But you don't have to. Next, belief. I am retired mortgage banker, having been in the business almost 30 years. So here's a guy. That's a mortgage banker. He's around real estate. He should have known this stuff for 30 years, though. He didn't. Uh, did well, but needed to get out of the commission business. So he, everything in life, remember when you're a, when you're a, when you're a builder, everything in life, you, when you have a hammer, everything in life looks like a nail. So in other words, whatever you focus on. So if you're a commission salesman, all you really care about was the commissions out of selling the mortgages. You never saw anything about the mortgages being a potential for getting rich, right? Uh, next, it says, after that, I had to get out of the commission business. I applied for a couple government positions, law enforcement, et cetera, uh, and for security and no avail because of ageism. Uh, I ended up getting a bus driver's job, stable, great benefits, good employer, And that's been for the last six years. I'm 62 years old. I agree with your philosophy that having a 401k is not the most 
prudent thing, liquidating and investing in real estate makes more sense. Now, listen to that carefully. Let's go back to that when he gets to it again. I have a lot of equity in my house, about $500,000 plus, 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 but don't want to use it yet. We'll come back to that. Uh, plus approximately $30,000 in the 401k I want to invest. Now, think about this. He's 62 years old. He has $30,000 in his 401k. Did the 401k do anything for him? Think about that. Did the 401k do anything for him? No, not at all. Terrible investment. Says, I know uh, not a substantial amount. Of course, can't liquidate unless I no longer employed. So here's the deal. He can't even get to the $30,000 unless he quits his job. That's how stupid a 401k is. It's not even your money. Somebody else is telling you what to do with it. Goes on and says, of course, if I take out the 30000 somehow, I could be a passive investor with one of your leads. Is this the correct and realistic approach? No, that's the wrong. You could, with 30000 actually become an investor. You could get in for as low as $10,000, and getting into the program to be a passive investor costs you about twenty. so thirty, you literally could be in there, but it's not the right thing to do. With $30,000, you could go buy a rent house, not in San Diego, but somewhere else, that pays you $500 a month positive cash flow. That with the $30,000 you could make as much as $25,000 captured equity, make almost 100% return the day you buy it, right? And then you're going to get tax benefits and you're going to get appreciation. You're going to get mortgage pay down. You're going to get all these wonderful things, right? Um, that we've gone over a thousand times and that would be the right thing for him to do, not just to take a small amount and put it in a passive deal and earn, you know, five to 10%. That's, you can earn 10 to 30% in a single family house as opposed to 5 to 10% in a passive deal. Now, if you've got hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest and you don't want to do anything and you can put it in a passive deal and not have to be involved, then there's upsides to that also. But in this case, it would be the right thing to do. But here's the deal I'm divorced, father of three, three grandchildren, naturally. Uh, the quality of the women I attract uh, need more money, et cetera, laugh out loud, whatever. Here's the point. Guy's got $500,000 plus in his house. If he takes that 500 out by either selling the house and moving into a less expensive place or renting, or if he just put a mortgage on it and pulled out $500,000, he'd have to pay 5.5% on the 500000 But if he made 15% on his money, he would make 10% gain. 10% on $500,000 is $50,000. It's going to be tax-free income. $50,000 tax-free is really equivalent to him earning about 75000 or better at his job. That means this guy could increase his standard of living by $75,000 pre-tax value by just making the right move and still pay the mortgage payments on the house. Still have the house, but he won't do it. He says, not yet, not now. He's not ready to do the right thing. He's already 62 years old. What's he going to retire on? When's he going to see the right thing? He wants to mess around with the little 30000 By the way, it just doesn't make any sense. So here you go. Who gave him this set of ideas? I could increase his quality of living by almost double what he earns now. I don't know what he earns, but I'm assuming it's not much more than 75000 driving a bus. I could do that if it were my life. But he won't do it with his. Think about that and remember this. It's not about money. It's about the quality of life. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow.
Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.